I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome you to our media ministry here at Jackson First Baptist Church. My name is Keith Joseph. I have the privilege of serving as senior pastor here at Jackson First Baptist Church. We are so thankful for this wonderful radio station and for each of you who listen to us and wherever you may be traveling today or you may be at home. Uh, we are sharing together in God's Word every week and and in these weeks, uh, the last few weeks, actually the last nine weeks, I've been sharing with you principles of hope. Now, if you've never checked us out at Jackson First Baptist Church, we invite you to do so. We're located across the street from Ingalls right here in Jackson, Georgia. We're at 1227 West 3rd Street. You can reach us at our website at jacksonfbc.com. Uh, you can call us at 770-775-3102. We'd love to have you to come and be a part of what God is doing. I, I love what one man said, a church, a church on the move is a church that you need to be a part of. And we believe that God is moving greatly in what we are doing. Well, it is actually, as I look at the calendar, it is the Sunday before Easter. And next Sunday morning, we will celebrate together all of our Easter services. And I just want to encourage you uh, that over the weekend on Friday night, Good Friday at 6.30, we'll have a community service together celebrating living under the shadow of the cross. We encourage you to come and be a part of that. If you can't, uh, you can just Google us and, and you can also reach out that way or find us on Facebook and Instagram by simply searching for Jackson FBC. And we encourage you to do that. And then on Saturday, we have an amazing event for our kids in the morning time called Kids Blitz. Beginning at 10 o'clock, we encourage you to bring your, your children of all ages. It's going to be a high energy, great opportunity for kids to have fun, to come together, and to learn about the true meaning of Easter. And then on Easter Sunday morning, we'll gather for a sunrise service out in the front lawn together at 715. Encourage you to do that. And then we have our morning times on Easter at 9.30 and 11. So we'd love to have you at any of those Easter weekend events. Encourage you to be a part of that. Well, today I want to dive into God's Word. We've been sharing together, as I've said, uh, principles of hope from the book of 1 Peter. We've already looked at nine principles together. And today as we continue looking at that, I want to remind you of just the last three that we've looked at together. We shared together just a few weeks ago that God says choose love instead of hate and indifference. God also says live your life for the greater purpose of the glory of God. And then God says to us, graciously serve others for the sake of their soul. Now I want, I want to begin today by simply asking you this question before I share with you the principle for today. Here's the question. What is the number one principle that you live your life by? You see, someone said it this way in a book I was recently reading. What guides you is what also leads you to make the decisions and to have the, the actions that you have. For example, if a person is under the inf influence of, of some type of drug, that, that drug begins to be the ruler in a person's life. When Peter tells us to, that we should live our life for the greater purpose of the glory of God, He's saying to us that if we live with God being the center of our life, He is also controlling our life. And, and that word control is a good thing because God loves us and He has given His Son Jesus for us. And because of that, we can live a productive life. Well, today as we continue 
Here's what Peter says. We're in our study. We're up to 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 1. Here's what Peter says. Likewise, wives be subject to your own husbands, so that if they do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives. And then in verse number 7, Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as to the weaker vessel since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Here Peter, after sharing about how that we should graciously serve others, moves into the greatest place of our service, and this leads me to understand that he gives a principle here, and here's the principle. Hear it clearly. Claim your family as ground zero for Jesus. Claim your family as ground zero for Jesus. Now, if you're 30 years or older in age, you understand ground zero as an American. It was in that dreaded day when the World Trade Centers were were brought down by by the vicious terrorism of an enemy that, that hijacked planes and flew them into the World Trade Centers, and they came down, and Ground Zero came to be the place where that all happened and where the, the most intimate place was taking place. Well, friend, the Bible teaches us, out of all the things that you do in your life, the most important other than giving your life to Jesus is to live your life with your family as being Ground Zero. That means this, the most important place in your life. Now you say, Pastor, what type of family are you speaking about? Well, let me ask you this question. What seat do you occupy in your, in, in your family? You say, what do you mean? Well, here's your options. Are you, are you married or are you single? Are you a husband or are you a wife? Are you a child? Maybe you are in a second relationship. Maybe today you are a widower or you are a widow. Maybe today you're an orphan. Maybe you are single. I don't know which position that you're in, but I know this. What controls you is what causes you to have the action that you have. Some of you may be listening to this today, and you find frustration whenever you think about family. Others of you may find yourself in a position that you feel fatigued. Some of you may be floundering. Some of you may be in the place as a person was a few weeks ago when I preached a funeral for their family. I said this to the whole congregation. There are things that you need to be forgiven of and there are things that you need to forgive. Without the forgiveness of God, you cannot have a relationship with God and the blessing of God and all of the privileges that you have in living for God. At the same time, if you're not forgiving of others, you are held in a trap where that what they did to you is still functioning as if it was happening this very day. So in your life, if you listen to me, have the forgiveness of God and will forgive others, you say, Pastor, I I can't let them away with what they did. Well, friend, there is a judgment day. But if God has come into your life and changed your life, you want God's mercy in their lives. Jesus said this, that mercy is a characteristic of God Himself. And so we who have received mercy are called of God to forgive mercy. Well, ground zero is the place where that this most takes place in your life, where that you need forgiveness and are called to give forgiveness. Here in 1 Peter chapter 3, as Peter presents this uh, this principle, he, he speaks to the wife and he speaks to the husband. He says to the wife that she is to arrange herself in the rank that God has given her, or in the position. 
The word subjection does not mean inferiority. It means that you have a position. And when Peter writes, be sub subject to your own husbands, literally the word own there leaped off the page for me because that word means that we actually have the responsibility in our own lives. My job is not to be responsible for your spouse or to get in your spouse's business. My job is to be responsible for my family. And Peter outlines here that in your family, in your relationships, you are called by God to live in such a way that it honors God, even if your spouse does not know the Lord. Now, some of you understand that you have spouses who do not know the Lord. I find this in church. And when one knows the Lord and the other does not, one has to be careful that he or she goes about the desire to win their spouse in the right way. The principle of hope is this, that you truly should consider your family as ground zero. If your family is ground zero and you have a member of the family who's without Christ, you don't win them by beating them down with begging them and pleading with them and being mean to them. You, you, you win them by the conduct of love. I wrote down for the women in our church that there are at least four things that a woman should do that will help her to reach her husband. One is this, she should accept her role in the home as one who is God's servant for the salvation of the home. Your role is that you serve, that you work in the home, that you work outside the home, but you do it with a pure and sincere heart, that you be filled with the Spirit of God. Secondly, I told the ladies of our church this, they should cry out daily to God for grace to be flooding into their lives. It's not easy being a lady. I'm so thankful for the women who have the call of God upon their life to be a mother, to be a wife, to be a grandmother, to be a leader, to be a mother to many other people. But you know in doing this assignment, you need desperately the grace of a holy God because without grace flowing into you, you will get weary and tired. Thirdly, I encourage the ladies, because that's what Peter did, was to focus both on internal and then external beauty produced by the Lord. You can be outwardly, outwardly beautiful, but still internally be, be not beautiful, and it destroys it all. You can internally be wrong and consider beauty as a weapon and as something that is sexually wrong, but if you are internally pure with God, you will see it in the right perspective. Fourthly, I shared with the wonderful women of our church that they should walk alongside of godly women. They are called of God to serve alongside with others. You can't do this alone. You may have had a bad example in your life, but God intends for that to change. God intends for you to walk alongside those in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ who have the right calling. So wives, consider ground zero as your ministry for Jesus. Guys, it's the same call upon your life. When Peter says likewise, he said you should do these things, but also this, live with your wife in an understanding way. That means this, that you seek God so that you can understand her. You know no man can understand a woman apart from God, and no woman can understand a man apart from God because we are different, but God created both. The Bible says that the man should show honor to the wife as the weaker vessel. Not mentally weaker, but sometimes physically weaker. Weaker. She is an emotional being. It is your responsibility to love her, respect her, and honor her, and listen to what's going on in her life 
and then to help her if she has gotten in a weak moment or that her emotions would lead her in the wrong direction. At the same time, this demands that you as a man, that you would be strong in your walk with God. How do you do that? By showing internally that you're walking with God, listening to God, obeying God, so that you, as you serve God, that you hear from God, so that you can lead your wife. You know, sir, you have a greater responsibility than anyone in your home to listen and to obey God. I know someday I will stand before Almighty God and give an account for my life. But I also will give an account for the life of my family. This is why it is critically important that I live close to God. For it will not be my wife who gives an account for our home. It will be Keith Joseph. And I want to encourage you today that in Christ, you can give the right account for your home. You as a husband are to be listening to this that you should be a man that lives in such a way of holiness before God that when you pray, that your prayers are answered. I want to say to you today that beyond a shadow of a doubt that God's desire for your life is that you would claim your family as ground zero for Jesus. Now let me pause. I've given you you a fire hose worth of, of things to take in today. And I encourage you that if you'd like this entire message, and it is a very powerful message, that you reach out to us at information or info at jacksonfbc, info at jacksonfbc.com, and we'll be happy to send that right along to you. But I want to encourage you, men and women, that in this world that's upside down, you have on media through Hollywood, examples of dysfunctional marriages that are celebrated as good. Well, let me say this to you. They're not good. They are a fake. They are behind the camera. Even the people who play the parts in their own lives have hell and heartache. It is only when you are submitted to Jesus Christ do you find yourself in the position that God can, listen to this, can use you. It's only peace that comes in Christ. It's only happiness that comes in Christ. It is only, listen to me, a a, a true path for your family that comes in the Lord Jesus Christ alone. So I want to tell you today, you need Jesus in your life. How does that happen? By faith. I want to tell you this, that God says that if you forsake all and follow Him, that you can have eternal life. I pray today you'd cry out to Him, Lord, save me. I pray today that you would realize, sir, ma'am, you have a responsibility at ground zero to get your family to Jesus. So this Sunday, next Sunday, Easter Sunday, come and be a part with us or somewhere worshiping the Lord, discovering that His resurrection power can be in your life. Well, we're out of time. I want you to know until next time that God loves you and so do we.